Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 283 now of the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And we find ourselves about, what, 11 days, I think, now from the uh, Steelers NFL season opener in Cincinnati, home of the Bungles. Um, and yesterday, of course, uh, the, the Steelers had to get down to their uh, – uh, 53-man roster, which, uh, if any of you know, um, it always changes very rapidly between the 53-man roster day and week one. And we have no I, uh, no doubt that that's going to be a uh, uh, thing here. A uh, couple of comments already from the viewers. Uh, Steelers Freak says Ben has changed. And uh, yeah. uh, Demon uh, says Ben looks different. Well, yes, Ben does look different. Uh, this right is now, the greatest trade in the history of trades. Yes, we have made there is no player to be named later. There is no uh, money changing hands later. This has just been a straight swap. Uh, yeah, we brought in uh, Ellie Finnerty, and uh, Ben is in the desert somewhere drinking and and watching really bad music, from what I understand. Uh, so, so we're just going to leave it at that, but, uh, great to have, uh, obviously Ryan and Ian back, but also Ellie, who's joined us for several years now on here. And, um, so I'm excited about it. And, and Ellie, I'll start with you right away. Um, yes. was there any surprise for you in terms of either somebody that was kept or somebody that was cut yesterday? Um, no, nothing that was massively shocking for me. Um, no, no one, no one really shocked me. I've got to be honest. They never nothing. do anything to like. They never. I feel like the roster. I don't remember anybody that really stuck out to me. I did think um, Leglue at first, but I've heard he's now on the practice squad. So he is. Yeah. So uh, that one. I know some people um, were a little bit shocked by Anthony McFarland being. Um, Cut, but he's also on the practice squad, or am I wrong? No, yeah. you're correct. Yeah. So the, the only two people I can think of that come to mind, they're now both on the practice squad. Well, I, for one, am glad that John LeGlue has stuck around. Uh, I'm sorry. Wow. I had to get, I, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I, I'm back to work this week. The dad jokes, the puns <laughs> are flying. I just I just had to throw it out there. I, I've gotten rid of it now, so I'll leave it at that. Um, anyway. <sighs> Can you dub in Ben's laugh here and there? <laughs> no, that asshole's gone. We're not doing anything. Uh, Scarps, any surprises for you yesterday in terms of who was kept, who was cut? Yeah, I, I agree with Ellie. I, there wasn't anybody that like I was surprised about, but like I did, I did tweet yesterday. Like you know, the Steelers' O line is bad when we're when we're questioning why John Leglue, John is cut, um, and and it and it and it's. I mean, yeah, he's back on the practice squad, and you know, I, I especially like, like I don't know if you. So Chris uh, uh, Ola, Ola Dokin signed with the Chiefs practice squad today, and it's like, Good. I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like he saw that four one two area code on his phone and was like, Nah, I'm good, <laughs> you know, like, I like you drafted me in the seventh round, and I literally played less than twenty snaps the whole entire uh, training camp and whatnot, so. I mean, for Leglue, it's probably a little bit different. He's a little bit older, and he probably was sure. like, you know what? I think this is my best chance to compete. And but, but I, I'm surprised that he was an initial cut. I, I like so I wasn't surprised overall, but like 
I'm kind of like, really? Like this guy, if John LeGlue isn't good enough to to make the 53 off the bat based on how bad this O-line has played, yep. I guess that was more surprising to me is like, wow, I thought this line was bad, but like they're like really bad. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, and I think I think a lot of people felt the exact same way when we saw him get cut. But as you and Ellie pointed out, he is back on the practice squad. And, you know, he could be on the 53 uh, soon. All it takes is one injury or, or anything like that. Um, Ian, what do you think? You got any surprise keeps, surprise cuts? So the, the one thing that I thought was encouraging um, was that they didn't put – um, DeMonte KZ on injured reserve before cuts. So one thing that's important to remember is that in order to be able to come back from IR during the season, you have to mm-hmm. be on the initial 53-man roster. If you go on IR before the initial cuts, you're done for the whole year. So um, you know anyone that's put on IR during the preseason is done for the whole year. So they kept KZ a um, couple other guys, um, you know, and, Calvin and just real Austin. quick, Ian, I, I think he can come back week four. Yeah. So, yeah. so they, they changed the rule this year. It's, it's changed like every year because of COVID. Yeah. So they changed the rule this year. Um, players have to be on IR at least four weeks. Um, and you can only bring eight players back per year or mm-hmm. in a year. They mm-hmm. could change it next year. So in this year you can bring eight guys back. Um, you're allowed to bring one player back or, you're allowed to bring a player back twice, but both of those times count towards your eight limit. Count towards so, the eight. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, like, if someone got hurt, came back, got hurt again, they could come back a second time, but oh, both of those would count to their eight. Um, right. Yeah. So, some other ones, um, you know, Calvin Austin may land on IR for a few weeks, depending on how his foot is. Um, Montrevious Adams, not really sure what's going on there. He hasn't really suited up since the first preseason game, so no. he could could land on IR. Um, but there were a couple guys like that that I was kind of like, okay, they kept them. They may stick them on IR. Um, you know, the word kind of came out pretty quickly when Marcus Allen got cut. Like, oh, they're cutting him, but they're going to bring him back, which I don't know why they would bring him back. There's better guys that got cut. That was I one know. of my big takeaways, actually, was that they didn't give up a whole lot in either of the two trades they made, right? Like a conditional right. seventh in 2025 kind of means nothing. And then swapping a sixth for a seventh basically means nothing. But the bigger takeaway was they gave up assets to get guys who were probably going to get cut anyways. And there were better players that got cut by other teams that they probably could have got for free without giving up assets. So, you know, um, so I don't know. Does that come down to like money? Do you think they it, just it, didn't want to spend bigger money on some of those bigger names? It could. I mean, the thing is, you know, with with players who are still on, you know, not veteran contracts that they're on, you know, rookie contracts, things like that. That when they're cut, they get put on waivers. So you have to put in a waiver claim. Like Alex Leatherwood was the popular name, right? Sure. The Bears were the only team that put in a waiver claim for him, but because it's a waiver claim and not a true free agent signing, they assume his contract that he had, which was his, you know, first round rookie. pick rookie right. deal, which as you're pointed out, is more money than you know what it would be just to sign a guy for the veteran minimum um, right yeah yeah something like that i think yeah i think you're right about that so you know um that said the steelers did have quite a bit of cap space available to them so they pretty easily could have handled you know a waiver claim or two um they put a couple guys on the practice squad that um you know were cut by other teams so there's that um 
couple offensive linemen. But really, you know, there's a few more moves still to be made here. You know, we're recording this Wednesday night. So the yeah. 53 guys we have now will not be the 53 guys that go to Cincinnati on September 11th. No um, that, that will be changed. Um, you know, so we'll see how it all plays out. I The, the Malik Reed signing or trade was fine. Um, you know, he's a, a fine backup. He had eight sacks a few years ago. So, you know, he's an, an acceptable backup. He had a really good three cone time um, at his pro day. So that's something to look for. Um, the, you know, Jesse Davis trade, I didn't love, you know, no. everything I've ever seen about him likens him to a turnstile <laughs> or a traffic cone or, you know, I mean, we already have Dan Moore and Kendrick Green, so I guess he'll fit right in. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're suddenly getting like the entrance to Wally World. It's just one turnstile after another, you know, um, so, that was mean. Uh, in any case, um, just a couple of comments here. You know, I get the concern with Austin because of his size and, and there, there has been no reason to have a whole lot of optimism just yet because we haven't seen him. Um, and we, we don't know the kind of pounding that he's going to be able to take. And, and I, so I, I, I'm just kind of like coin up in the air. Let's see what happens. Um, and then, you know, uh, big men's burner jumped in and uh, Marcus Allen's like Zach Banner. Yeah. <laughs> Average player, good locker room guy. Uh, yeah. I think he's well-liked. I think Danny Smith loves him. Um, on loves him for some I think reason. Tomlin loves him a lot yeah. too. And you know, I, I think and Ryan, you might be able to answer this better than me. I think Tomlin sometimes can fall in like with guys and maybe keep them around a little long. Or is that is that just me being a fan, or, or is there some truth to that? No, nah, I mean, you're, no. you're not you're not wrong. Um, okay. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to think of a guy that like, and I don't, I didn't know Marcus Allen. But right, like he, he, in a it, Marcus Allen has actually seen some snaps on defense though. So, but yeah. I, I'm thinking of a guy like Jordan Dangerfield that yeah, that was he strictly, was a cat of nine lives, man. Stri- yeah, he was. Like strictly special teams. Um, but like just like just a huge like a huge asset to the locker room, but also like. Tomlin really liked him and so did yeah. the coaches but like it's not like I, like I said I don't know Marcus Allen but th- that's what that's the comparison I'm thinking of yeah um it's like you know not the biggest contributor not going to do everything but like does what you ask him of him uh and does it to the best of his ability um getting back to your point I thought we were talking about cuts but we were talking about keeps and Steelers either way is fine yeah I think Steelers I think Steelers freak mentioned it but I'm on board with this. Um, this will I'm I'm done with the Derek Watt experiment. Um, he has been hurt. Um, I yeah, he's he's valuable on special teams, but like you can't field uh 10 other guys with Chris Boswell uh that that are cheaper. I mean, like I, I and I you know, I, I listen, I was wrong about Connor Hayward. He looks pretty good. I thought that maybe that was that was a, a, mm-hmm. a not a charity pick, but you know, my, my, you know, my big brother plays defensive end. <laughs> Anytime like, it's a brother, it's always, but, it feels like, a but like, thing. but like Connor Award, like he got some hands. He, he's on teams. Yep. Why is Derek Watts still on this team? Like he, they don't use him. Like he's had what, how, how many carries has he had since he's been here? Maybe three max. Two, maybe, like, yeah. He doesn't run. He don't like, he's not like Cal use Jack, 
you know, he's 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 not even who's the who's the defense who's the guy for the Ravens, uh, the defensive end turned fullback. Oh, they used Holodinato like that a few times. Yeah, but he's he's, going backwards. Ricard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricard. Yeah, Yeah. like Patrick Um, Ricard probably has ten receptions over the past two years. Like, like Derek, like there's no wheel routes, there's nothing, and they don't even use them. So, like, so, like, like to me, it's just I, you know, I'm a little, I'm, I'm over that. I'm, I'm over that. You know, fans of you know fans want to complain about Mason Rudolph being on the books for four million dollars or whatever it is. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, but like, no, Aaron you're right. Watt is even less valuable. And I've if TJ's listening, it's going to find me and beat me up. So be it. But like, well, like, I, I but but I've come around to that too because in, in you mentioned like wheel routes. I mean, remember when he came over from San Diego? I mean, one of the things that that we liked was hey, this guy can catch the ball out of the backfield. He blocks. He can pick up those short yardage. And they just have completely ignored him yep. um, as, as a potential uh, threat. And, and when I say threat, I don't mean like TD threat, but a guy that can move this change for you a little bit. Um, I, so real I, quick, sorry. Yeah. sorry no, Derek, Watt, Derek Watt in his Steelers career has yeah. one carry for one yard. It was a first down. <laughs> and <laughs> Made my has, point. Yeah, he has – three receptions for 15 yards on three targets. So he has, if my, if my elementary math is good, he has four touches, four touches in tw- in 29 games. I would be, Ellie, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you, do you think he regrets coming to Pittsburgh despite the fact he, he got to be around his brother? Not for that money. I stand corrected. Uh, no, you're right. I, I mean, he's making great money. He's playing special teams. Um, they they love him. Danny Smith loves him. Mm-hmm. I, I, you, but you got to wonder. I mean, most of these guys are competitors. They want to. They want to play. They want to compete. And I, I mean, I just cannot imagine him being in that situation where he just doesn't doesn't even get an opportunity to touch a ball. Yeah. Um, or, or, or block, uh, even other than, and, you know, and, teams. And, to Der- and I know I'm talking a lot tonight, so tell me to shut up, but to Derek's defense, like, I don't know the guy, but no. like, but I'm also like, this is a big year for, for Matt Canada. Um, oh, because, for sure. because I'm and this is, this is just me, but I'm seeing the same shit regardless of who's a quarterback. Like it is literally the you know little motions, little jet sweeps. He's you know he's quick passes, and then just chuck mm-hmm. it down the sidelines and pray to God somebody finds it. And yes, there have been a couple more throws in the middle of the field this preseason. Uh, you know, pick at the Muth, uh, yep. Mitch, la- yep. Mitch last week, and on that two minute drill. But like, yeah, to me, to me, even if Ben was at the helm, I'm seeing a lot of the same similarities, and that does like so. Maybe this isn't on Derek Watt. I, I don't know, but I don't it, think it is. But, <laughs> but I, I mean, we don't know. Matt Cannon is in way over his head. Way over his head. Like well, we're gonna we're gonna find out quickly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. because last year it was Ben's holding him back. Ben's holding him back. Well, there's no Ben. We're gonna find out this year right away. Uh, the the real it reminds me of that uh, that, that that TV show, you know. Uh, where you try to pretend you're somebody else, and will the real Matt Canada please stand up? I we're gonna find out. Uh, Slim Shady. It's, 
Nah. Mark had to drop a TV show reference and not go to Eminem because he's so old. So, you know. Eminem? You mean the candies? Yeah. Yeah. If Derek Watt finishes this season on the Steelers roster, he will have made $9.75 million. million from the Steelers out of his, like, you know, 12 and change career earnings so as ellie said i think ellie's point was right you know yeah. it's it's like when bruce gradkowski was here right bruce gradkowski got paid three million a year to sit on the bench behind ben while ben played every game it was great mm-hmm. money if you can get it right yeah I, being competitive and i know they are competitors but if and if we're not blaming Derek watt for this situation we're blaming on schematics and and the way kind of there and you can't pinpoint him as the, being responsible for the lack of use. Yeah, I'd sit there and take nine million as well. Yeah, and, and I think your point, Ellie, is well taken. This, there's a schematic thing there that um, we just went away from any sort of fullback stuff. We we like but, the eleven the eleven personnel, you know. Yeah. And um, I, I, you know, I I guess what I would love to know is is when they were sitting down with Derek Watt and they were talking about him coming to the Steelers, what did they say? You know, we're, yeah. we're you're you're gonna get one or two carries maybe, and the rest is special teams. But we'll pay you nine million bucks. You know, and your brother- uh, what, Ellie? And your brother's there. I'm sure. Yeah, and your a- brother's there. Yes, yes. And come to Pittsburgh. It's a lovely city. Or TJ. Uh, or TJ was like, yeah, my brother needs some help. Bring him here. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, he's you know he's a new dad. Uh, needs you know. Some fans thought they and... meant, the fans thought it was JJ. Remember that? Remember? We oh yeah. Oh god. Watt? Twitter Holy was a shit. All three bro- the whole yeah. Watt brothers are gonna be here. My God. I would. Uh, that it's happening. It's happening. It didn't. Eh, you never know. Stranger things, right? Um, you guys know Derek Watts, the third highest paid fullback in the league. Like that's insane. Yeah. That's, behind who, who? Who's Jack's right? Yeah, who's Jack's yeah, one? You right? check in Ricard for Baltimore. Yeah, Damn, I'm yeah. on fire tonight. This is you good. are. Yeah, but like, yeah. For I think to to Ryan's point, for as little as he is used, being the third highest paid fullback in the league is kind of crazy. So you know, oh, I, no, like I, we should I, use him more. No argument. None. Yeah. But, hey, but Ellie's Ellie's absolutely right. It's a schematic thing. Yes. It's a it, it's more Watts usage is more on Canada than on anyone else because he's just not using them. Which which is a little odd because Canada used a fullback fairly effectively at the college level. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not suggesting the college level is the pro level by any stretch, but he did use a fullback uh yeah. pretty effectively. Uh, just a reminder, this is the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. Deck serves Brower and the southern Palm Beach counties, whether it's commercial, industrial, residential, multifamily, or condos. Contact Deck Roofing today by visiting deckroofing.com. Um, let me let me switch gears just to the quarterbacks uh, for a minute. Uh, you know, we, we talked briefly about uh, Chris... A lot of coon, a lot of coon, that guy. Uh, yeah, Oladokun, uh, being one of the first guys cut, and he's now with uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and everything. So that leaves um, a, a pretty, a pretty well paid third string quarterback. Um, you know, I, I don't know, uh, Ian, where, where do you see this quarterback thing settling out, or are we looking way too much into it? It's going to be Mitch, it's going to be uh, Kenny and and Mason. Hold the clipboard in your civilian clothes. I think the real I, I, Mitch is the starter, hands down. No question, agree, agree. 
I think the real interesting question is who else gets a helmet on Sunday? Yeah. Especially the first Sunday, right? Because if, if they really think that Pickett is has surpassed Mason as the number two, Pickett gets a helmet, Mason's a healthy scratch, doesn't dress, but ju- is just there on the sidelines. Yep. But, you know, one of the reasons for keeping Mason around is to have a veteran guy who kind of knows the terminology of the offense, can get you in and out of a huddle, can get you down the field and kick field goals. He's not going to score touchdowns for you. Um, but, you know, he's, he's not going to make mistakes. He'll, he'll kind of keep you in a game if you're not, if your defense isn't sieving points to the other team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mason's, Mason's going to win games, you know, ugly, 19 to 13 and, you know, 16 to 10 and, and scores like that. Yeah, <laughs> scores like that, right. Mason's not putting 21 points on the board. He's not putting the ball in the end zone three times. He needs a, a special teams or defensive touchdown to do that. Um, and, and even if you look back, actually, if you look back at the 2019 season when Mason started, a lot of those games we won, we scored a special teams or defensive touchdown um, to get to 21 points. Um, and the defense was incredible that year. Um, but I think, you know, the, the real interesting thing in the first couple of weeks is going to be, you know, who gets the second helmet, right? Because traditionally right. they only dress two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe I, d- I doubt that changes this year, especially since they have, well, seven wide receivers on the roster right now. It'll probably yeah. be six by the time they go to Cincinnati. Um, right. Since I'm, I'm thinking Austin goes to IR. Um, but still, with, with seven wide receivers on the roster, you know, that gives you some options, too, between Gunnar Olszewski or Steven Sims' kick and punt returners. Um, you know, depending on how healthy Chase Claypool is, what's going on with Deontay Johnson's shoulder. Um, yep. I was I was actually really happy to see Miles Boykin make the team. I thought he showed enough in preseason. He made some really nice catches throughout the, the preseason. Um, so I was, I'm happy to see him stick here. Um, that, was, that was one I was glad to see on the roster. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, They'll, the, I think they're comfortable with the three quarterbacks they have. The real interesting thing is going to be who gets that second helmet. And then mm-hmm. if Mason's not getting a helmet, that's when he might start to get a little disgruntled. You know, as, as long as he yeah. kind of thinks he's the backup and right. is what it is. And, and that may be the case. You know, if Trubisky gets hurt and Mason comes in for a game, he might come in for that game, but they may start picket the following week. You, you never know. Like, it kind of depends on how the season goes. But I've, I've said for a while that I think Pickett's starting the Saints game after. Yeah, the you 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 like that bye week. Uh, yeah, bye week followed and... by two home games is the yeah. ideal time. If you're going to bring Pickett in, that's the time to do it. Um, so, but the interesting question is, you know, Ben Roethlisberger when he was a rookie was third on the depth chart <laughs> and only moved up to second on the depth chart because of injuries to Charlie Batch. And then, you know, ultimately, well, Tommy, yeah, Tommy got hurt against Baltimore and Ben came in. And after that, it was like, all right, here we go. It's smooth sailing with Roethlisberger the rest of the year. And he started winning games and it's like, well, he's hot. He's got the hot hand. You can't take him out. Ellie, let let me ask you this. You, you you know, Steelers fans pretty well. You, you, you know how uh, we all can be as they say. Um, Will anything surprise you in terms of yelling and screaming for Kenny Pickett if if Mitchell Trubisky is even slightly bad? No. I think Mitchell Trubisky makes one wrong move and uh, he may as well change his name to Kenny Pickett because you won't be hearing it. 
like the man will be doomed and i get why we did it before if you remember when in the 2019 season when mm-hmm. mason started off pretty decent you know i do yep. agree a lot of defensive touchdowns were helping us win those games and then there was the call for duck and it was right. loud and it was they made a snapchat filter for <laughs> that scream the love for duck got so i think that we might be seeing similar between these two and and that's what i think is going to be fascinating is because <laughs> there's a real possibility that what could happen and scarps i'll throw this to you maybe maybe come September 11th in Cincinnati, maybe it's Mitch and maybe it's Mason. Can you imagine people going crazy if Kenny Pickett is standing there with no helmet? What do you think? That'd be a riot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. As, as I as I said, as I it, Ellie, to your point, I agree. The week before, uh, so Mason got killed by Earl Thomas. He yeah. was out the yeah. following week, which was at LA Chargers in that soccer stadium. Right. And then Duck started that game. And we won. Yes. Did, but didn't do anything wrong. Right. He, the Chargers actually made it really close at the end. But Devin Bush had that like fumble screen pass, Phillip Rivers yep. backward pass touchdown. Um, it's the last time Devin Bush made a play. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's a cold Wednesday wow. night. It's, it's a night. cold um, Wednesday. <laughs> No, no, he's on. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm using reverse psychology. Hopefully, he does well this year. Amen. Um, but you're right, Ellie, because Duck made that impression when mm-hmm. Mason came back. He was okay, but then the Garrett thing happened. Yeah. And even after that, he was just so shook in Cincinnati. Yep. That even even though and even though it wasn't a home game. Tomlin knew that he had to get Mason out of there for Mason's sake and the team's sake. So you're right. I agree with you. So oddly enough, they're starting out in Cincinnati. And I have said this on this show that I, I'm not even kidding you. I'm talking first drive Cincinnati Bengals pick six, Mike Hilton, somebody pick six. You know, you, you're starting to talk this into existence. You've mentioned this several times now. I'm just saying that like that. And if it like, and and like who, it might not even be Mitch's fault. It might be a bad play call. It might be the O line sucked. It might be that chase Claypool was on a TikTok during the middle of the game. I don't know. But the point is the moment Mitch messes up, everybody's going to want Kenny Pickett in. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. even talking pit fans. I'm talking like everybody's going to want no. Kenny Pickett in because they think Kenny Pickett has arrived. They think Kenny Pickett is the real deal. They think Kenny Pickett, because he played against the shitty Jacksonville Jaguars and uh, who's the first team? The Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. We played the arguably worst. the three worst teams in the oh, league. I'm, I'm we played really, three yeah. really bad teams in the preseason. Yes. So, and again. Quiet. <laughs> Kenny Pickett. Yeah, didn't the Lions game was also pretty close in the end? Oh no, it wasn't the Lions game. I the one before that. Well, they were they were all kind of close, but you know. I I gotta address Freak's comment here. Attendance has been down. Pickett was brought in to put asses in seats. He will be playing sooner than later. Is he right? Is is him suggesting that you would play a guy to get butts and seats? Is that a real thing? Scarps? Um, yeah, 
to, to close my further point, yes, I yeah. agree that, that people. If Mitch messes up, it's going to be, it's going to be. They're going to call for Pickett. But getting back to that, yeah, as we talked about Derek Watt earlier, I would rather have Mason on the team for that. I, I'd rather for Mason. I'd rather have Mason on the team for that price than Derek Watt. That's just me because I'd rather have somebody that's been here and somebody that if Mitch or even Kenny was like what the hell's Canada talking about? <laughs> and, yeah. and Mason could be like, oh, I know what he's talking about. Anyway, um, talk about asses and seats. Um, that's a problem that has been uh, impacting the Steelers and the league for a while now. It is. Uh, the convenience of sitting in your house uh, and having a restroom available in a, in a, uh, Ellie, is this a British term in a jiffy? In a is jiffy. A, okay, yep. there we go. All right, I'm learning. Oh, yeah. Um, and you got a cold beer. Uh, an endless supply of cold beers uh, that doesn't cost 15 bucks. And I've heard at least uh, Colin Dunlap has, has, has gotten a lot of, uh, he was talking about this the other day and a lot of fans were weighing in that like, basically if you want to, like, if you want something at at Heinz, it's Heinz. If you want something at Heinz, it basically takes like a quarter. Like it takes you a full quarter to get it. And we're talking preseason. So then, What's it going to be like in the regular season when attendance is up? But there's just literally there's 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 so much working against an in-person experience because you have the comforts of your own home. So so to so I'll say this to to Steelers freak who said put Kenny Pickett asses in seats. Mm-hmm. They didn't even show up when he played at Pitt. Like I mean <laughs> I mean they're not I mean like like and this is coming from a Pitt fan. Ryan is a Pitt. Fan. I am a Pitt fan. Yes. I didn't go to Pitt, but like listen, man. I was I went to Pitt Stadium, I went to Fitzgerald Fieldhouse, huge Pitt hoops and football fan. I'm just telling you right now that they didn't even show up when Kenny Pickett played in college when he was a Heisman Trophy <laughs> candidate last year. They showed. So the Steelers have been struggling with limit with declining attendance for years now, yep. just because they draft them like people are going to show up. No, they're not. Tickets are tickets are pricey. Yep. Concessions are pricey. You, you, it's going to take half an hour to get a hot dog and a beer and take a leak. Like people don't want to do that. It's just the way it is. No, I, I it's a great point. You know, counterpoint he, to Ryan's point. Yeah, talk to he, me. Yeah. <laughs> that not only, you know, I mean, we all saw it during the preseason games, like the crowd went nuts when Kenny even just came into the game. Oh, it was, it was huge. Like, it was, you know, they're chanting his name, all that stuff. And and uh, Big Ben's burner. Who, if you're not following him on Twitter, go follow him on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, he's a great follow it. <laughs> but um, he he had a good point in the chat too that you know they were screaming for Pickett at training camp, like when yeah. you know the Steelers and Steelers fans come from everywhere to go to training camp. I mean, I was listening to the one radio like training camp radio show the one night, and like they had a you know brief interview that they did because. You know, one of the beat writers was like talking to this guy. He's like, yes. Hey, where are you from? The guy's like, oh, I'm from England. I come over every year for training camp and I try and come to one or two games. And they're like, you're from like Leeds and you come here for training. And he's like, yeah, man. So, you know, um, but it, it's like training camp's like a pilgrimage for people. It's almost like a religious yeah. experience. And if they're chanting oh, Pickett's name at training camp, they're chanting his name at games. I mean, He's he's got the fan base in his corner right now, and I I completely agree with both your points that as soon as Mitch makes a mistake, people are going to be screaming for Pickett immediately, yep. and and that may not be the best long term thing to happen, mm-hmm. but it's what's going to happen. 
So it's, you know, and it may not even be an interception. It might just be a three and out. It might be a bad pass. I mean, we've all seen Mitch Trubisky throw to his left poorly. That said, he had a damn nice throw to his left to Deontay Johnson. He's had a couple now in preseason decent throws to his left. Yeah. One good still dad. Go ahead. No, you you go ahead and I'm going to do my last ad read and then we're going to get on to over-unders. So I'm just going to say this. Let's say Mitch. Let's just say Mitch doesn't have a good game in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Do you really want Kenny Pickett's first start in the NFL no. to be against Darth Vader? Because no. if no. Sam Darnold was pretty highly touted coming out of mm-hmm. college, and he said he saw ghosts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kenny Pickett's going to see I, all kinds of shit. Because I'm telling. I mean, yeah. Mitch Trubisky's going to see all kinds of shit. So, like, I mean, like, you know, be careful what you wish for. I agree. Uh, we have ben, a, we ben have Anderson a, has joined the chat. Yeah, we have a quick comment coming in here, <laughs> uh, Mr. Ben Anderson. Uh, you guys are dicks. Listen, uh, man, you're hey. in the desert. Lick a yeah. toad and get really? on with your day's work, man. All right? What a jerk. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I I think you make a good point, Ryan. I, I, I do. I, I, I mean, think, what I, I think what, what's going to happen, Trubisky could, could get flushed from the pocket, uh, have have two guys dragging from him, throw a ball, it gets deflected, it gets interception or yeah. intercepted, and people are going to scream for picking, even though it's not necessarily his fault. Yeah. So right. I, I think that's just where we are. Okay. Um, very, very quickly here, don't forget, we are very proud to be part of the Pigskin Podcast Network and associated with DraftKings Sportsbook. And right now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN and get $200 in free bets instantly when you place just a $5 bet on any football game. That's called TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I love football season. We get to do a little gambling. Um, okay. Over-unders. This is something we've done in recent years on the show. It's kind of fun. We go back, we look at it, get to kind of see uh, – uh, he is drunk out of his mind. He thinks he's Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Holy shit. Ben is nuts. He's like um, a Woodstock 99 right now. Oh, he, yeah, he is. Debauchery and chaos. He's up there with Kid Rock. Uh, okay. The first over-under I'm going to give you, and I'm going to go uh, – I'll go to Ellie first, okay? Oh, God. Oh, over-under, <laughs> Ellie. Yeah. Najee Harris. Yeah. 1,200 yards rushing. So the same Over as, or under? Say that, was, that again. That was his last. Was that his same? His stats from last year? Exactly. Okay. One thousand two hundred yards. Oh, for him, I would say over. But then you look at that O line, and you're like, yikes. Um, I'm going to say over, painfully. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're you're definitely not one hundred percent sure. I'm not 100 sure, but not because of him, because of what he's working with. Yes, well, I agree with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very quickly. I'm on board. I agree. Yeah. Um, Ian, your response to that? I would also say over. Um, I think that, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just gonna say over. But you know, last year he didn't fumble at all. And he was very durable and didn't get injured at all. But like one injury to a running back, miss one or two games, can completely change that number. But I'll I'll still say over. Okay. And Scarpino. Under. 
I oh, think he's, I think Nodge is going to regress this year, not 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 by his own choosing. Okay, so simply because O line is bad. I think the O line is bad, and um, I have no faith in uh, Tomlin not giving him eight million touches. Um, I really do think that uh, there will be wear and tear this year. Um, I don't wish injury on anyone, but like as Ian said, all it takes is, you know, one thing. And, and I, you know, the other thing too about Nodge, like it's incredible what he did last year um, behind that line. Um, But we also look at what Chase Claypool did his rookie year. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just saying, I I mean, 1200 is a, I know there's an extra game, but that's a that's a good amount of yards. Um, it is, it is. It's going to require a lot of touches. Um, I think so. It's under, but I think it's close. It's I'd close. probably say like eleven fifty ish. Okay, but it's. Not I, I was thinking close. like thirteen hundred, so I was thinking over by just a little. So I think yeah. I think right in the yeah. same range is probably about right. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go receipts. I, I'm going to go next to Ian. Ian. Mitch Trubisky, total passing yards over under 3,000. Under. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. I mean, I, I'm on the record saying I think Pickett should start halfway through the year. So there's you no are. way Trubisky throws 3,000 yards in half a season. So, yeah. That, totally fair. And I, I, I kind of picked an arbitrary number there. Uh, yeah. Big Ben was 3,700 last year. Um Ellie, uh, what do you think? Does he eclipse 3,000 or does uh, Trubisky stay under that? Under. Very very good. All yep. right. And Ryan. Ooh. Um, yeah, I'm going to say under two. I, I think the Steelers okay. are going to have two 2,000-yard passers this year. Wow. Ooh, that's a good one. That's good. When's the last time that's happened? I'd have to look. I, yeah. I don't, I don't my think head, ever. I, I mean, I, yeah, I know. Two thousand yard passers. That's yeah. I didn't two, say two who thousand, the second yeah. one would be. <laughs> I, know, I was just going <laughs> to ask you about that. Uh, okay, Ryan. Here's yours. Let's go. Uh, I am going to go. Let's see. Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson. Okay. Ninety receptions over or under, under, under. That was a definitive under. That was very much a definitive. Yeah, uh, you you feel very confident with that, Ian. Oh boy, um, ninety receptions. Ninety um, receptions. Let's see. He had one hundred and seven last year. Yeah. Eighty-eight the year before. I mean, he's going to get the targets. The question is the catches. Mm-hmm. I, I think right around there's a good number, like 92, 93 is probably probably pretty close. But I, I'll, I'll go under but barely, like just into the high 80s. Okay. All right. And uh, Ellie, did I already ask you? Uh, no. No, um... go for it. <sighs> that is about... 90 is sort of right on the money for where I think he might end up. Okay. But seven down to most likely six potential people right that same opportunity. Mm-hmm. I 
think you're probably going to go under, particularly if he's, yeah, no, I'm going under. I'm going under. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, Ellie, I'm going to stay with you. Okay. Uh, Kenneth Pickett over under touchdown passes in 2022. <laughs> I'm going to put it at nine. Oh, I was going to say 10. Um, was, and as well. Um, so over under, is he going to get more than nine? <laughs> Will they succumb to the peer pressure of Steel Nation? Um, <laughs> they keep I, their seats too. I'm going to set for my safety over. Over. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ian. Over I was going to go with 10, so I'll also go over. Okay. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. Scarves, what do you got? I got over too, and no Benjamin. <laughs> I didn't think Mason Rudolph would be the second 2,000 yard passer. So if if Kenny Pickett has 2,000 yards passing and not 10 touchdowns, then that's not good. Yeah. Uh, let me get to uh, uh, George Pickett's. Okay. Very popular rookie. A lot of people across the league. All the pundits, they think this is the breakout star. This guy's going to have a huge year. Um, uh, let's see. I think I'm starting with Ian on this one. Mm -hmm. Ian, I'm going to put his TD receptions at. Please don't say seven because that's seven. The oh, shit. Seven. Push. That's exactly Push. where I was going. <laughs> Push then. Push. Okay. Yeah. Like seven. Seven, All right. seven. seven was pretty much right where I was going. Seven or All eight. But, All yeah. right. If you had said look, seven and a half, that would have been, yeah. Uh, no, I don't do halves. All right. Uh, Ellie, what do you think? Seven over under for George Pickens. I am going to say under, but only by one. Six was where I Okay, six. Yeah. Got it, got it. And Scarpino. Uh, I'm going to say push. Okay, fair enough. Are you allowed Go to? Push? Oh, sure. Why the hell not? That's not <laughs> any money yet. We're making up rules as we go. That's, yeah. that's, that's the fun part. Uh, Chase Claypool. Scarps, this one's to you. Chase Claypool. 55 receptions over under. 55. 17 times 4 is 68. So if he can't get four grabs whoa, whoa, whoa. a game, there's no math on of him. Show. So over. Over. Very good. Ellie? If he, can't get, if he can't get four grabs a game, come on. What was the number? I'm so sorry. 55. I'm glad you asked because I was going to ask too. Yeah. Well, and, and just for reference, he had 59 receptions in 15 games last year. Oh, that, okay. I'm going to say over. Okay. All right. Yeah. Ian? Yeah, I'll say over as well. Okay. All right. That's fair. Um. Let's go to Mr. Uh, T.J. Watt. And I believe I'm back to Ellie here. I'm going to put Watt's sack total at 18. Over or under? One per game. That's Good one luck. per game. And we know that he plays much better at home than he does on the road in terms of sack numbers. Yeah, Scarps had that. Scarps was all over that. He did. Back numbers last year was it? Well, he ended up twenty-two well, and a half. Twenty-two and a half tied the league oh, record. Okay. So you're going over eighteen. Yeah, I'm going to say he's going to be around twenty-two. Ryan, 
the year after the, anybody that has 20 sacks the year after they, the year after only his brother JJ and Aaron right. Donald have come close to getting close to 20 sacks. I think, I think JJ might've topped it, but Aaron okay. Donald didn't, but he was close. Um, Uh, I'm going to say under, and I'm going to go with 17 and a half, like real close. I like it as much as, as for how great TJ is, you have to assume yes that offensive linemen and coaching for the opponents want to win too. Like, Mm -hmm. okay. The other night in that Detroit game, he came unblocked and I'm just like, what the hell? Like, listen, if, if you're like, come on. Yeah. And you can't assume that he's gonna get a, he's gonna be unblocked. So I'm thinking 17 and a half, which okay. I mean shit. 17 and a half still would have been this the the season record. Steelers season Steelers single season record because right. Jimmy <laughs> Harrison had 16 and a half, I believe, yep. in 2008. Yeah. So like how many times is TJ gonna do it? But 17 and a half is no slouch, but I think it's a little bit under. And Ian. 17 and a half was my number two, but I I can't pick against TJ Watt, um, so I'm going to go over. Okay. Yeah, I, I was thinking a little under myself right around uh, 17 myself. but uh, That's what Derek Watt's job is. He just whispers in his brother's ear, you ain't shit. You, you, you need one more sack. You, you ain't um, nothing. <laughs> let's, uh, I think, where am I at here? Am I at Ian? Probably. Okay. And sure, go for it. Uh, Cam Hayward sacks Cam. over under... Eight and a half. Ooh, over. I was gonna go nine. So yeah, over. Okay. Yeah. Right. Not not quite to the year. double digits, but but nine is good. Um hey, by the way, I was I was looking it up. Wait, I'll let other people answer this okay. one first. Then I got something yeah. for you guys. Very good, very good. Ryan, what do you got on Cam? Eight and a half, you said? I did. I'm gonna tell you this. He needs to be in double digits this year. Because the defense is going to run the show. So, yes, I'm going to go over. Love it. Love it. Ellie. I was going to be generous and say I, I'm thinking 10. So, I'm going to go over. But I'd also take – I'd also take – what did you say? Eight and a half? Yes. I'd, I'd also take eight and a half. But okay. I'm still going to go over just to be generous. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, Scarps, next one for you. Wait, wait, wait. I got something for you. And, oh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Ian. Go ahead. Yes. All right. Who is the last – team that had two quarterbacks throw for 2,000 yards in a year? The last team. The last team that did it. Okay, so we're going to need a little bit of context here. What Can, can you give us like a, a It happened a in 2018. 2018. Carson uh, went for Nick Foles. No. Ooh. It was not. <laughs> Ooh. Dolphins. No, it was Tampa Bay with Ryan Fitzmagic and Jameis Winston. See, I was thinking Fitzmagic, and I yep. got the wrong wrong forward team. Okay, yeah. that's what's that. Good, good, good guess though, Ryan. But yeah. yes, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, okay, Ryan, here's your question. <laughs> Damn it, Mike, <laughs> I'm pissed. Mike Tomlin challenges one this year. I'm going to put it at three. One, three, <laughs> three. I know three's generous, right? <laughs> Does Mike T win more than three challenges this year? You know, it's actually funny because I was looking at this the other day and I got distracted. I was he won one up, the other day. I was going to, I was going to look up. I was look, I was looking up active head coaches challenges, right? Pro football reference. If you're not on it, please get on it. it it's wonderful. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I got distracted. 
Um, cause I, I did want to, I did want to, I wanted to see if like, if Tomlin is as bad as we think he is, and <laughs> yeah, he I is. don't even really necessarily think I need to, to look too far. Um, he's so bad. Um, and I've actually said this for a long time now and I know we're rambling, but I'm rambling, it's, but no, we're doing great. We're good. You know, I, I've said this for a long time. Like the Steelers need to the, like. Steelers are notoriously cheap when it comes to hiring assistants and whatnot. And I'm not saying you need a coach for everything, but having someone in the booth specifically for challenges and, 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 and a Tomlinism here, things of that nature, um, I think would be beneficial. So if, okay, over three. Okay. I'm going to, if it's, if it's at three, I'm at three. I'm going to go push and I'm going to go push by a miracle. Like I'm talking like push on a five team parlay just to boost my on. So I got four gimmies and a push for Tomlin at three challenges. One. Got it. Got it. Uh, Ian, what do you think? I got it at three, three Mike challenge or Mike Tomlin challenge wins. So here's a fun fact that you may not know since Ryan mentioned he was looking this up. Did you know that Mike Tomlin has a better career record on challenges than Bill Belichick? <laughs> oh, come on. Bill, uh, Bel- Bill Belichick is 51 for 127, which is 40%. Tomlin is 36 for 84, which is 42%. So Tomlin has a better record than Bill Belichick in but, challenges. But what that would it said, be if Tomlin, but what would Tomlin project to be with the same amount as Belichick? Oh, for God's I mean, sakes. at forty-two percent. I mean, We're doing maths on this show. Come on, yeah. I My mean, head's he, gonna still... he has forty more challenges. Okay, <laughs> so... well, I mean, Tomlin can't control that. I mean, you know, Ian, give me yeah. them numbers again. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you do your little maths off there to the side. I'll, I'll post um, them in the chat. Um, anyways, but the other thing is, in the last six years, Tomlin has only won three challenges once. Uh, um, I lost so, my parlay. It's over. So I'm gonna say under. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, in, in the last in the last six <laughs> years, in Stranger the last things, six man. years, Tomlin has won a grand total of seven challenges. Wow, so he's been that really he bad. Just for my, that. For my yeah. soccer betters out there, I just went the handicap draw. At, at <laughs> I mean, three. Uh, okay. Wow. Right. Um, Ellie um, Minka Fitzpatrick. Yes. Interceptions this year. Wait, did Ellie? Did Ellie? Did you get the? No, the, she didn't say Tama challenge. Tama challenge. I'm sorry. Did you say over under? Ellie, bring it. Come on. Okay. Well, I was going to say under. Then my roommate was jumping up and down. She was saying over. But now that you've heard those numbers, frightening. She stands by what she says. I think under. But sure, we'll go over. Ooh. Okay. I yeah. think we, it. I think that's a push. The most. <laughs> by the way, is your roommate a Steelers fan? Sorry? Is your roommate a Steelers fan? Are you a Steelers fan? Her girlfriend's a Steelers fan. Does that oh, count? Well, yeah. yeah, sure. That's fine. I'll take that. By association, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. by association, yeah. Uh, the question I was going to ask you, uh, though, Ellie, is Minka Fitzpatrick, I'm going to put the uh, number of interceptions he has this year over under at five. Ooh. He just got paid, correct? Oh, Yes. So, five. I do agree that the defense is going to be, have to be on top form this season. So, 
I'm going to say, oh, five. Five is a good number. Thank you. Can I, can I, I'm going to push. push. I'm gonna say five is probably where I would, where I'd okay. go. Okay. All right. Uh, Ian. Um, I'll say over by one. I'm going to go six. Okay. Okay. Like All right. Scarps to you. Under. I'm like two or three max. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I'm wrong all the time, though, so whatever. <laughs> that's why we do these. Uh, the next one. Uh, I think I'm at, where am I at here? Scarps? Oh, Scarps. Uh, Chris Boswell misses this year. I'm going to put it at four. Over or under? And I know it's tough because if over. we say one, we're saying, yeah. Over. I, but, but I want to say, I okay. I'm saying over, but yeah. like I'm thinking like like 29 to 34 is like really good. Like yeah, I, I just I, I'm just saying like I know Boz is clutch and whatever, but like yep. like you know you like you never know what what Acker short what Hines can throw at you. Right. And then this is a good question. And I I don't know off the top of my head. Apologies, I hadn't studied the schedule as much. Do they have nine home games this year? No, eight. Nine road games. So nine road games. Yep. Okay. So, I mean, Boz is clutch, but like, again, I five misses when you kick thirty-five field goals to me is still really good. So I'm gonna go. Okay. I think he misses like five or six. Gotcha, Ian. Um, I'm gonna go with over because in the especially last year, Boz attempted a lot of over 50 yard field goals. I don't have yeah. the numbers, but I would I would venture a guess that he more attempted unusual. more 50 plus yard field goals than any other kicker in the league. Um I I should look it up, but I don't know. Um but okay. you know, I think with whoever the quarterback is, whether it's Mitch, whether it's Pickett, whether it's Mason, he's going to attempt a lot of long field goals this year, which leads to more misses. You know, o- over 50 is a coin flip to me. Like, if you're 50% from over 50 yards, like, I think that's pretty damn good. Like, eight of yeah. nine last year, Ian. Yeah. From over 50? Yes. yes. That's incredible. Like, eight of yeah. nine from over 50 yards is incredible. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think he regresses a little there in the in the long ones. Okay. Um, but I think part of it is that he's just going to attempt a lot of long ass field goals, and yeah, he missed I, he I missed four last year. Right. Yeah. So I went. I went. Ellie, what do you think? I, I put you, it at five. What was the, the over under? I, I put it at five. Five. Yeah. I'm gonna say. Ooh, I'm gonna say under, but four was the number I was thinking. Okay. Very yeah. good. Very good. I, I, I'm good with that. I, yep. I think you guys are thinking well on these. Uh, my next one, um, let's see, Scarps, I think this one's for you, and, and I especially have this one for you. The number, okay, the number is 448, all right? Okay. And, and the number is how many packs of gum will Danny Smith chew during the season? 400 and what did I say, 48? Over well, under. The 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 – <laughs> the joke is on you, Steel Dad, because Uh-oh. he chews double bubble in the, <laughs> in the plastic tubs you can get at your Costco or Sam's Club or BJ's or whatever wholesale <laughs> wholesale store you have. Um, 
Now, now we're talking the double bubble, the kind that you, you kind of pull apart, you know, and it falls into your hand, you pop oh, it in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I'm, yeah. So, I mean, so I've known Danny Smith since I was like in diapers. I, like he grew up right. with my dad. I might've said this on the show. He's a point breeze native for you folks in Pittsburgh. He went to central. My dad went to older dice. Um, and I've known Danny my whole life. Danny is from Pittsburgh, born and raised, but he talks yeah. with a Southern accent. He got that from when he coached at Georgia Tech with Bobby Ross. Anyway, uh, Danny <laughs> always had a minimum of like 30 pieces of bubble gum in his pocket. And I chew, I'm chewing gum right now. I, I would like to think that Danny Smith probably <laughs> uh, aided my addiction to chewing Hi. gum. But I literally, like, I'd be at, like, training camp in the summer, and I'd I'd go through, like, 30 pieces, and I'd be, like, itching and shit. Like, and I'd be like, where's Danny? I'd go over. And I'd be like, Danny, I need some. And he'd, like, reach in his pocket. He's like, give me a handful. He'd be like, it's good for your jaw. It's good for your jaw. It's good I mean, for your jaw? Straight double bubble. And then his his wife, his wife is wonderful. Um, She was at camp one day, and yeah. I, jo- I jokingly said, I was like, I was like, I gotta stop hitting up your husband for bubble gum. Like, I need some of my own. And literally, when I we got back to the south side, there was a note on my desk from Danny and her. It was like, here you go. It was, a, it was like a whole tub, and I'm just like, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, like constant. <laughs> Danny's good people. So, so all right. So to go back, so 448. I, I do. Let's get rid of that. Well, let's go with 15 carton, 15. 15 buckets of double bubble. Wow. That's Way a lot over. of freak. With Way comic strips and freak. Yeah, Way that's over. Yeah. I, I just. Are we I, counting I, preseason? Nah, that just regular season. That was just meant for you. That was, I didn't really mean for everybody. Oh, damn it. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to calculate this. You, you should. I'd be very, very curious to know that. <laughs> uh, Actually, I, I will say I, Full disclosure. Yeah, I was I was wrong. Uh, Chris Boswell did not have the most over fifty attempts last year. Evan McPherson from Cincinnati had eleven attempts over fifty, but only made nine. But made nine of them. So Boswell okay. had a better average over fifty. Okay. Um, and Boswell's eight makes over fifty were more than anyone else in the league. So yeah. uh, Matt Prater from Arizona and Graham Gano from the Giants had ten attempts over 50 but only made seven of them so boswell's right up there basically yeah. is what i'm saying he had a lot of attempts from over 50 yards okay um yeah that's all i had for the over-unders this year ian i know you love this stuff and and did you have any others that i might have missed uh i had one other one for the group actually I, and just Steelers real quick related. i didn't i don't want to mention uh over under on wins because we're going to do that next week on our our season preview show yeah yeah. Okay. So a, a non-Steelers related one, just for fun. Sure. So New York teams, who wins more, the Buffalo Bills or the Jets and Giants combined? Oh, I, I, me personally, I would take the Bills. I know they're hot, and sometimes when you take the hot team, it backfires on you. But I, I just don't. I think they're going to win twelve games minimum. So I, I think yes, I would take the Bills. I would take the bills too for the record, yeah. but I, it's a fun yeah. question to ask. Yeah. Um, anyway, we are uh, going to wrap it up here. Wait, Hopefully. wait, wait. Ellie's got to yeah. give us our, our British word of the week. Oh, do we have a British we word? We also of the week? didn't say anything, but <laughs> Ellie, are the bills or jets and giants going to win more games combined? Oh, Oh, uh, um, the bills. Yeah. Bills. I, I, I think they might be the ones to watch this season more than they were even last season. 
Well, I'm gonna yeah. go push. I'm gonna go push. Push. Who do you think is gonna like win some games? Jets or Giants? It, as long as Josh Allen's healthy, the Bills win 12 to 13 games. Yeah. It's a 17 game season. I'm thinking the Giants win at least six, and the Jets win at least six. Wow. Okay. The won hey. four last year. So right. who? That. I said they both won four last year. Yeah, but I, I yeah, I mean, you know, I, I yeah, yeah. Um, I think I th- I still think it's going to be close. Who's we'll got have to revisit this one? Let's remember this. Revisit, but it'll be close. Uh, yeah, I'm going to let Ellie think of her uh, word, British word of the day, while I just mention real quickly that uh, next week we'll have our season preview, and um, hopefully Ben will be sober by that time. And uh, we'll go through our division winners, our conference champs, our Super Bowl winners, all that kind of good stuff as we get ready for the Steelers and Bengals coming up uh, on September 11th from Cincinnati. And um, anyway, Ellie, do we have a word? Oh, God, I... You never think of one, and we're also live. You've got to be careful. <laughs> um, no, no, you don't have to be careful. This is totally rated R. I've already, I've already told YouTube this is this is R rated. Um, now, well, by the way, what was the word last time you were on? I loved it. It was. Oh my god! Not, not boondoggle. Uh, uh, it was like cod. 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 cod, cod yes. Cod shit. Cod swallow. There it is. There. All right, yeah. and we can't use that one, obviously. Was last week's word. Yeah. Oh, um, new word. So Ellie, what what were they screaming in Newcastle today when Liverpool scored at like ninety plus eight? Whatever that, that was, which should be our word. Would, you know, it wouldn't just be R rated. That would be, you know, there'd be there'd be fines for that. There would. Oh be, boy. Like, the things that you hear at football games. I went to a a soccer game. Um, when I was in uni, when I was at uni, I went to a soccer game with my dad, and uh-huh. I was like, oh, so much fun and. I'd been to them before, but like, I guess you just, you black out and you just don't think about how bad it was. And the person behind me, it was threatening. I was like, oh my God. And he was on our side. And the things he was saying about our players were things that I'm like, God, sir, that is awful. That's a grown man with a family. And he was saying things that were just awful. And at the end, he shakes my hand, good game, and walks home. I was like, what is going on? That, but that's, that's fascinating though, just because that's what they do. They yeah. yell, they scream, they make threats, they they, they <laughs> threaten violence, and at the end of the game, hey, hey, good game, we'll see you next week. You know? it's, it's hilarious to me. In the NFL, if we're doing that, we're going to have some kind of fight in the parking lot for three hours. I mean, you yeah, can't leave it alone. Uh, uh, all right, so no word this week? Our word this week will be... Do you know what, actually, this one, okay, so it's a, it, everyone knows this word, but no one pronounces it correctly, and it really bothers me. The word is twat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not twat. I don't know where this comes from. Twat. That twat is like, a, is someone who's really smart, like a swat. Someone is being like nerdy. I've never used it that way. No, but- no, no. <laughs> you're, you're, you're saying T-W-O-T? No, T-W-A. A-T. Okay. Wow. Good at. I think you're thinking of thought. Whacked. Wait. Okay. What are we talking about? <laughs> but but isn't T-H-O-T? there? But isn't there a different pronunciation of that word that means something different? I thought not you told I'm, us that before. No, I, not no? that I'm aware of. I don't know what a twat is. It, it's a twat. You're you're twat. being. Tw- 
All right. Yeah. So yeah. so say it with an A and not an O. Yeah, don't say it like an R sound. Say it like an A sound. Twat. Wow, what a twat. What a twat. What a twat. And don't say the last T. Just like cut that off. What a twat. What a twat. What a twat. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I like I'm that. It. Let's go. I'm going to say it tomorrow. <laughs> see you. See, you twat. see, Skirps, your challenge should be to use that and cod swallow in the same sentence. Now that would be something. Oh my gosh. And you could. What a twat. I talk cod swallow. Uh, anyway, thanks everybody for uh, jumping on the live show, and thanks everybody for listening or watching, whatever your choice is. Uh, like I said, we'll be back next week with uh, big time Steelers preview and, and NFL preview and all that stuff as we get ready for the opener. Um, and um, best of luck to Ben finding his way out of the desert tonight. And uh, thank you to Ellie, Ryan, and Ian. And thanks to everybody out there. This is Steel Dad signing off on the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And hey, go Steelers. In honor of Ben, the Ravens suck. Here we go. <laughs>